Hey everyone, welcome to Zeitgeist Zealots. I'm Forrest. I'm Major. I'm Robbie. And today we all saw, well, this is the 101st episode, so like we're, um, you know, we're still going strong. Broke triple digits. Triple digits. Yo, I haven't strong. seen that since my body count in Halo 2. Nice. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen triple digits since my uh, had A's in high school, so you know, then went down. Did you say AIDS or A's? A- A's. A's. I don't I want to show everyone in school how I got A's, and then hopefully they can get A's themselves after being with me. All right. Um. So. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good study, buddy. A wink. So, um, we all saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 this week. We're really yes. excited to talk about it. So excited. But first, can I interrupt? I just want to, I, I didn't tell you this. I wanted to spring it on you, right? For, yeah. for spontaneity. I want to talk about one thing real fast, just yeah. two seconds. Trump. Uh, I experienced my, no, I experienced my first uh, wave of cancellation. And really? I just want to talk, talk about it for a second. Um, Un- I got canceled on the Next Door app. You know what Next Door is? Have you guys, are you guys familiar with this app? Um, I don't think so. Oh, it's the worst. Have you guys ever talked to your neighbors? Uh, no, no. So like, it's, well, not security. It's like, it's like a social media. It's a localized social media app, right? It's to stay in contact with your neighbors since you guys don't fucking talk to each other anymore kind of thing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Have you you guys ever talked to your neighbors? Well, just to make sure they're not sex offenders, but. Right. Yeah. Basically, you just Google that and then, yeah, exactly. Like, I try to talk to my neighbors. Like, they don't. Like, I was like, good morning. Like, when I first moved in, I waved and, like, super friendly hi. And, like, you know, 1990s, 2000s, like, su- suburban hello. Yeah. And, like, the person that just looked at me like I was a fucking crazy person. I was like, well, all right, then. Never mind. I guess COVID just screwed, the lockdown just screwed everyone over. It is funny. Like, I live in an apartment complex. And, you know, like, you'll sometimes say hi to people in, like, the elevator. But, you know, I think some other uh, complexes, they're just, like, people just don't want you talking to them. It's like, why do you live in a, yes. why do you live in an apartment exactly. complex anyway? <laughs> It's right. Kind of don't like, don't uh, talk about kind of straightforward. Yeah. So kind of... I uh, posted on on Nextdoor asking my local neighbors, right? So uh, I, I have two posts on Nextdoor. I'm a, I'm a big lurker, right? I like yeah. to to read what's going on in my neighborhood and how crazy my fucking neighbors are. Uh, my first post was about why people don't use turn signals, and it was probably the most viral post I've ever made. Got over like ten thousand interactions in the first twenty four hours, right? Which is pretty big. Cause that's like half or a third of like the community that's the, the retirement community that i live in right like and that's a that's a, yeah, that's pumping out some big numbers um but this time i asked why my neighbors didn't feel like they had the need to put their carts away after grocery shopping and i my account got suspended uh i reached out to next door <laughs> turns out um a lot of people We're complaining about uh, that a lot of people reported the post I made. However, since I did it respectfully and I didn't violate any terms of services and I didn't use any curse words, I was like super polite, super respectful, I'm just curious. Like, hey guys, like why the goddamn fuck? I didn't say that, obviously I was being respectful, but I'm talking to you on the podcast now. Like, like why the F do you guys think like it's okay for you to not put your cards away? And so many people got upset that they just, because they couldn't report it for anything else, they just reported that my name was fake, Major. Right and touche, good for them. Right, like, all right, cool, whatever. But uh, that's that's my, fir- my 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 first time being. Canceled. When you say don't put the carts away, do you mean like put them like taking them all the way back to the store, or just put them into the like the little cart collection? Put them in the cart trolley. Yeah. I'm saying don't unload your cart. 
move your car a foot into the other other lot and then just drive away right now no put your car in the in, in the put your cart wherever it belongs right i have been to some publics that don't have like the cart drop-off trolleys in the middle of the parking lot and that sucks but you know what you're white and you're shopping at Publix, motherfucker. so walk the extra 30 feet and go fucking put that cart back right like get some goddamn responsibility be uh, a good citizen and put your cart back That's i think someone i think someone on the app had like lost a loved one who was returning their cart back to the store and they got hit by a car <laughs> and if they had just left their cart <laughs> If they just left their cart in the parking lot, they would have lived. So and it's, dude, it's I crazy. think you stirred up, you stirred those emotions for them. So dude, all these cars, dude, like everyone, the average age here has to be over sixty-five, right? So which so I like, know you guys have been grocery shopping for a long time. You guys all have nice cars, right? Mm -hmm. And you're telling me you're so okay. And we have, we have we're Florida. We have hurricane level winds, and you're so okay with these carts just flying around loosey goosey throughout the parking lot. Like well, maybe it'll hit your car one day, or maybe we just don't be pieces of shit in Florida. That's well, all I'm saying. Well, Anyway, I got banned. Uh, well, so that was if, my first day. Well, like, that just adds on to my point, Major. If like it's mostly retirees living and senior citizens living in Florida, then it's probably senior citizens who ran over that person's loved one. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, the episode of uh, South Park, Grey Dawn, where like like Ray's like, get off the roads, get off the roads, old people, drive. Oh, yeah, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forget, man, the episode's like so. Because oh, yeah. oh pun intended, pun definitely yeah. intended. Yeah, because like they're all like at a like at a council meeting. It's like, wait a minute, all the senior citizens are at one place at the same time, and they'll be leaving at the same time. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. get off the roads! And there's like a one guy like in a boat just here. <laughs> dun dun dun. dun. And they cut to, like, this the way to cut your kitchen buffet. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I think you took a left here and just drives off the bridge and runs over. <laughs> And they're like in a haunted house, and it's like, do you hear something? They open up, like they open up a door. It's like old, it's like somehow there's a car in the closet. How did we get here? That's basically Florida, I'm guessing. Basically, no, it's a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I, uh, yeah, I made uh, a lot of friends and a couple of enemies about that post about turn signals um, in, in the next door app. I live, well, I'm not gonna say where I live in, in Florida, but I live in a major city of Florida. And I went to another major city of Florida, a bigger major, more major city of Florida. And the driving was even worse there. And I was like, holy shit, maybe it's the heat. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but guys, if you're traveling in Florida and you've got the extra juice, maybe get that, uh, maybe get that renter's insurance uh, when you're flying into Miami. Or car insurance, apparently. <laughs> if you're getting rent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Car, yeah, get that, get that car insurance when you're flying. No, no, no cart, cart insurance. Oh, or cart. cart insurance. Ah, cart insurance. What is that, all these? I think that's all these, right? <laughs> 25 cents for cart insurance well you'd like pay a quarter to get a cart at aldi's yeah i'm just gonna go to paris theater it's just i don't get old it's weird it's weird german efficiency you get your quarterback you get your quarterback oh you get it back okay i'm like yeah, yeah. Has a quarter it's, just, on them. it's just to make sure like, i'm never gonna steal the cart okay. so you put a you put a quarter in to unlock the cart but then when you put the cart back in its place, aka your good sister you put the cart back you get you get uh, a different quarterback so it's fun Take a quarter, give a quarter. Oh, and so like, I get. Well, like, uh, I get. Well, uh, some people will. Uh, they'll just give you a quarter for their. Exactly. For yeah. Their I was gonna say, Robbie. Robbie read my mind. I was gonna say, you want to see real humanity? You walk into an Aldi's and you yeah, start patting your pockets without a quarter. Someone will give you some dude. Someone is a good person, and someone out so there wait, will give you a quarter. When you put your quarter in and you bring your cart back, what happens again? That you get the quarterback. 
Oh, which one, Cam Newton or? Uh... <laughs> so, yeah, I was waiting for that. So, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. There's good. Who's the new? Uh-huh. Who's the new QB for the Panthers again? I forgot. It's not Tom should... Brady. It's not Tom Brady. Jake, Ooh. Jake knock knock. Who's there at the <laughs> Patriots Stadium? Not Tom Brady. Uh, okay, sort of a catch all there. Um, uh, so no, no, no. I want to break this down just for a second for for all the listeners who've been who have been listening under. To, who have come to know us as their best friends as we are our best friends uh forest one fateful day knocked on my door rob and i are hanging out we're playing halo or something and and forest knocks on the door and rob and i answer and forest goes knock knock which is he just knocked and we literally answered the door but it's forest he's making a joke so we go who's there and he goes not heath ledger Oh, dude, the man died like two months ago. Like, it was like the most savage <laughs> yeah, joke in my entire life. Right after it's Dark Knight. One of the funniest things that I've ever heard. Like, that joke is so savage, so cancelable, and yet one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my entire life. And like 10, 15 years, I don't know how, 15 years later, like, I, I still think about that joke maybe once a week. It's so fucking good. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, 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 that's not even like the worst Nicholas. one. There was like an even like uh, a YouTube video about like um, Batman finds the Joker OD'd. And it's like literally a YouTube video. I think I showed it to you Major back in the day and you're, and you're just like, this is tasteless. Oh, no, yeah, there's, yeah. there's an even better one where it's just like um, Jack Nicholson comments on Heath Ledger's death and they just play a clip from the first Batman movie where he's saying, I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> this is a recording from that movie, so um, a lot of tasteless stuff back then. Yeah, uh, yeah, comedy, dark. Uh, don't don't. Let speaking it of dark body. comedy, speaking of dark subject matter and comedy, yeah, you guys ready to get Guardians, this? Of the, Guardians of the Galaxy had a lot of both of those things. Uh, what? Yeah, what a what a backstory of rockets. Very dark oh backstory. God. Yeah, we have so much to get into. I want to open up with. I'm just. Here. All right, I'm going to read this from my Twitter account. Uh, we're going to talk about Garbage of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, that's what happens when you fire a director. That's what I'm calling this movie. Well, it's just funny. This is probably like the darkest, even more so than like Infinity War, where like half the universe. Oh, and they get one of their actual F bombs. Yeah, the first F bomb. The, the first F bomb. How perfect is that? Like, dude, yeah. so. Getting the fucking door. Open the fucking door. We've all been <laughs> fucking pissed off as someone who just can't open the damn passenger side door. I mean, that's a pretty old ass joke. Like, even in movies and TV. Yeah. Like, just like they can't open the door because, like, you, they, they hit. The, car. They hit the unlock button at the same time they try to open it. Um, and you think but the you high evolutionary. Know, they didn't do that joke. They just did the you button would, joke. Like, you, you would think the. Like, press yeah. the button. You would think the high evolutionary who's so obsessed with having the perfect society would have better cars than from like 1982. You would think but, so, but yeah, and someone with a little mistake on the road. Yeah. Um, so, guys, let's get into it. Overall, yeah. let's broad sweeping overviews. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Best Phase Five movie, <laughs> easily. Best Phase Five movie. And I like Quantum Media, even though you know I I thought Quantum Media was a, a passable movie, but now like you know Jonathan Majors is having his issues, and that right. movie hasn't really aged well. Even How like good was old. this guy? And I can't even pronounce his name. Uh, it's I apologize. Ch- oh, yeah. the guy from Peacemaker. Yeah, he was so good, so amazing actor. I didn't even know I mean, of his existence before Peacemaker, but um, yeah, he was he was great. I mean, obviously, I think like the his um, 
obviously like his motivations and his backstory weren't really weren't really elaborated on um so he was just like sort of right. a dick dick but i think just the way the actor delivered the lines is very good so it could have been like a very bland performance it and a less capable a actor's worse. hands but it was this was a very uh good, this was a i mean i liked ego back and i liked that uh, kurt russell's ego was really good too as a villain um but i think they were both better than like ronan in the first movie he was just sort of like a bland crazy <laughs> ronan was, was well but luckily the first movie had nebula who was actually a much better villain even though but she how good like, was nebula in this movie nebula was fire wasn't K- killian jones yeah. or yeah karen karen gillian yeah i forget it. the girl from doctor who but yeah she's she's definitely the um i think one of the best parts of these movies i mean gamora gamora was gamora was, was uh zoe zeldana was also the queen of sci-fi she's in what this Ooh, avatar like star her. trek yeah her character was kind of a uh kind of a bitch kind of terrible kind of, i didn't like the acting i didn't like the writing and i didn't like the directing so like but overall, i think that was like, that was sort of the point though right that was sort of the point that it's a completely different character from the the, the gamora we knew oh, in the okay first two so movies. so no that i actually i don't have a problem with that I think so. We're gonna get into this. We're gonna we're gonna get into this. I think this was some piece of shit, lazy ass writing. I I have, a, I have an overall thesis that that all my criticism comes across, and that is, I have been begrudgingly fired, or I've I've been fired and then begrudgingly rehired, right? So I I know what kind of effort and what kind of work you put back in on that second go around, and I'll tell you right now, it's not fucking much, right? Like. I thought there was some real heart. I think the backstory, right, with with uh, Rocket, uh, Rocket Raccoon, yeah, amazing. If I can give oh, an yeah. Oscar to the backstory, <clears throat> fucking amazing, right? But, but if there was I only one thing from yeah. Book of Boba Fett. It's that if the backstory is better than the main story, then you're writing the wrong fucking movie, and that's what happened here, dude. Rocket Raccoon, dude. I'm I'm a grown ass man getting misty-eyed in the movie theater during these Rocket yeah. Raccoon scenes, and then we go back to present day, and I'm watching this lifeless garbage that, like, there's no heart, there's no emotion, there's Nathan Fillion dressed up as, like, a thumb. God, it's the well, he's dressed worst up, he's dressed like the I've ever seen in my life. He's dressed like the Mifflin Man, actually. The Mifflin Man, the, yeah. The, the Mufflin Man? The Mufflin. <laughs> Do you know the Mifflin Man? The Mifflin Man? He lives on, <laughs> he lives on tire so um, I think I think James Gunn begrudgingly wrote this right like dude he got fired for some bullshit right like Disney was aware of those tweets at the beginning and they said I don't care those were those aren't very funny but those aren't necessarily offensive for well I, I doubt whatever. the Disney board of directors was like looking at his his tweets oh, from like for sure but the Dis- whoever hired him was aware like like you have an agent you talk about this like when you're getting run for president you go through I guess I don't people, even know right? I don't even know if even agents do that they just I think they just oh, look okay. at his resume well but. reported reportedly or right, I'll say this uh reportedly uh Disney was already aware of the tweets. I'll say that then. I can't remember if it was the Hollywood Reporter, the Variety, whatever. I can't remember what article I read, but Disney was aware of this. Um, and then it only became an issue when someone called him out on Twitter and it became like public knowledge, right? Then he got fired, then there was public backlash, and then there was like blah, blah, blah. He got rehired, right? Like this was the biggest mistake Disney ever fucking made, right? Because they they gave DC their number one competitor, which I'm happy about, by the way. But like from a corporate standpoint, like they fucked up. They gave DC like the best possible director they had. 
right? Like, well, the Russos. The Russos. Well, the Russos. Yeah, no, the Russos took themselves out. The Russos retired. I think they're going to come back. I think I think Feige's offered them X Men. Um, I think that's probably they're just going to do their they own stuff for a it. while. Yeah, I mean, it. I think they really want X Men, probably more so than Avengers. Um, but I hope they do the community movie. I hope they. Can they you imagine like a Russo's, a Russo's brothers doing like the Teen Titans, or even the Legion of Superheroes? Like you know, mind boggling. I think I think they're going to do X Men. Um, but speaking of know, Endgame and the Russo brothers, did what do you guys think, Robbie Forrest? What do you guys think? Was this the best uh, Marvel movie since Endgame? Oh, I didn't even like Endgame that much. It was definitely the best one since. I mean, definitely the best one since No Way Home. Since No oh, Way yeah, Home, it's, okay. it's definitely been like the best one in a long time. Yeah, because uh, I think it, it was definitely refreshing over yeah. the uh, the Phase Four lackluster performances on, on Disney Plus. Yeah, However, well, so that's what I was just about to say. I was just yeah, the runtime. The TV shows were. Oh yeah, this movie so was. It's this movie was too long. It was like half an hour too long. And oh my, just to, really hit the, just to hit that point home, the first Guardians movie was actually half an hour shorter than this one. So it just because of show, and that was like the best one. So it's really just because of show, yeah. like, you know, you you don't need the extra. Because you yeah, remember that entire the high sequence where they go into like the, the Among Us uh-huh. uh, scene, and then they find out like what they go in there for is like someone else's head who's on Counter Earth. So that entire sequence first act was like completely pointless or when they they land on counter earth and there's like the you know they they interact with all the alien like yeah. animal aliens or whatever like that was a good scene don't get me wrong but you could you know you could you know they land somewhere else you could cut 10 minutes out of this movie well, at least the counter earth up at least high evolutionary counter earth like from the comics so at least you know that yeah. was adapted so, again, but so I think no, I think this is kind of lazy though. Um, and this is my personal opinion, and I suck ass. Like, please remember, uh, I love the rise of Skywalker. So off the bat, my opinion is completely null and void. Now, for those yeah. who, who haven't listened to the podcast mm-hmm. in the past, I love the rise of Skywalker because it got my wife into the Star Wars, and that's the only thing that matters. Now, like on, on May 4th, but at what wife, cost, Major? At what cost? At what cost? <laughs> not, the, not the last Jedi, that's for sure. But like, dude, uh, on May 4th, my wife came home from work and she said, Hey, what Star Wars movie do you want to watch tonight? And god damn it, oh. that was because of the rise of Skywalker. And that is beautiful. So I am grateful for that uh, clusterfuck of a movie. Um, yeah, but um, you know, I guess we like, how about we just like break down this movie by like beat let's break the theater. Let's break down this movie. Let's go. So I guess the intro was just um, obviously Rocket's origin with him being taken out of the cage, and then the intro scene with uh, Rocket so that, singing Radiohead, which was a bit um, drawn out. And are you talking about Creep? Tell about the the intro. Yeah, with the yeah, worst creep movie from the nineties, dude. I'm so I'm so tired of hearing Radiohead Creep. It's not that great of a song. The guy's a creep. And like, if you're like, Major, that's a great song. No, fuck you. Listen, the, there's an interview where the lead singer of Radiohead talks about how he thought that song was tra- like, trash. Like, he thought yeah, it was like, everyone trash. Likes and Car- they are trash. Everyone likes Karma Police anyway. It's a better song by them anyway. If I yeah, choose the no. best Radiohead song. Um, But instantly, what took me out of this movie, like the, the first like bad taste of my mouth was that transition from Baby Raccoon to, to Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. Like, Baby Raccoon, that, that was like you're watching a youtube video and you go from 480p to 1080p like you click that resolution upgrade like yeah. like i'm not a cgi guy but i would bet 
I mean, not my 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 farm, but I bet like you know your neighbor's farm, right? That that was two different CGI teams because the the baby raccoon CGI, like the, the hairs were like a whole, like they were thick as shit, and then it just awkwardly transitions to Rocky Raccoon, and then you go from 480p to the high definition, and all you can see every hair on his body now, and it was just so jarring, and it's just so awkward after. Marvel has received such negative feedback in these last three months about their CGI, and then they just like they were like, "Fuck it, we're still going to have this jarring ass transition. We don't care." Yeah, sorry, She-Hulk. Rocket was definitely I give more money to be yeah. blossomed to life. Um, so you know, it, it's interesting that uh, it moved from you know uh, the, the Radiohead scene that goes to Rocket talking. He, he goes, he finds uh, Quill, and he's like drunk, and he's sad about Gamora and stuff mm. and then um so can I mention Adam, this? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on this now I'll bring this up later when I talk about bad writing one of the parts I don't like uh when I when I mentioned bad or lazy writing is this part with Peter Quill Peter Quill we meet Peter Quill and he is belligerently drunk right uh and I'm not casting judgment right dude the man fell in love with Gamora he lost the love of his life he got the love of his life Killed half the universe. And she doesn't remember or like him. That's even like almost more painful than not getting her back at all. Right. So like I I love like that this is how he's handling, right? You had Fat Thor. This is drunk Star Lord. I'm totally in fire. Like, Still in great shape though. Still in great shape, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, well, men, the cover of Mint's. But the rest shape. of it, the rest of the writing was terrible. Like, so this man is like cannot handle the thought of this woman being alive and not with him and he's blackout drinking like i would imagine every night but at least on this night right when we were opening the movie and then later on he's in her presence and he's just like not completely losing his mind the entire time there's like a little bit like a little bit of writing we're like oh this is hard because i i used to love you but you don't love me but like that's not real heartbreak that wasn't real writing that was like like that was like a a, a chat GPT prompt. Like chat GPT, please write me some dialogue about the you know, insert what I just said there. Right? Like there was no heart. There was no real, real pain, real struggle. Like dude, if you're drinking so much, you're blacking out. You can't even walk. Like your friends have to fucking pick you up and carry you to your bed. Oh yeah, over this that was girl. that was the intro scene. Yeah, or the uh, that was the intro scene exactly. Yeah, and then later on, and then later on, you're just like, oh, I'm just hanging out with this girl in an elevator. Uh, and I'm bitching about like how like she died, she came back to life, and like that was like one of the best scenes in the movie, which also, was ruined by the the trailer. God dang it! Yeah. Um, but like that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, that's not the same person. You don't go from blackout drunk to being able to make a joke about it, I make quips in an elevator. That's dude, not how, the same dude, thing. Dude, how about his his summary of like the whole Marvel series from his point of view? What do you mean? Who's oh in the know, elevator with Chris Pratt oh, when no, he summed up like the whole so history good. of dude the best parts <laughs> of this movie were in the trailer and it breaks my heart yeah to say. they did ruin some good jokes yeah oh, dude, I, I don't remember the trailer elevator but... scene was so good and uh, I've got we'll, we'll talk about it when we get down well this. yeah it's just funny like well I think that Bob that bothered me but I, I didn't remember from the previous uh, films was when uh, uh, Nebula got her what sentinel sentinel arm. Oh, so that has to be off screen. 
Yeah, okay. So it looked, I didn't remember that at all. So like, where did that get? Yeah. Like, it looks like one of the, the Sentinel arms from X-Men Days of Future Past. Uh-huh, it does. It's very, so very I was wondering, like some technology. The is there some crossover theory, there? But, the best uh, theory I've seen online. Ooh, crossover? That yeah. I haven't seen online, and I'm going to go tweet at everyone. Because you know when they remake, remake the X-Men, they got to remake, the, Sen- they got to remake the Sentinels, too, and actually make them, make them giant. But um, I, I, so the, work, the working they, theory yeah. online is that in the Guards of the Galaxy holiday special, uh, um, Nakamura, her her sister Nebula, uh, gave Rocket Raccoon um, Bucky's arm, and oh, so that was how she in return, it. Rocket Raccoon <clears throat> made her this arm. That's the the going theory online. Oh, okay. Well, it oh, was. I, it's just made me think of Days of Future Past. But yeah, I ahead. saw a behind the scenes thing of um, you know when they were carrying Quill. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually a a very accurate doll of him that weighed about thirty five pounds. Oh really? What? Wow. You couldn't even really? tell. But yeah. Wow. And Chris Chris Pratt was talking about that it was so creepy I mean, that he kept that doll sitting in the corner of his. And office. his wife fucks it now. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying it's definitely a sex doll now. <laughs> Because um, even he commented like how accurate it was. Of I him. mean, they can say a few. <laughs> I mean, I think what I really like about this series, uh, like about at least uh, the, the Guardians films, that they use a lot of practical effects for aliens and uh, other 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 like sets and stuff. Um, so I like that they just saved a few money on CGI and decided an actual like dolls to like making that like a, a CGI effect. Probably saved like five hundred bucks. What do so. you think about Groot? Yeah, Groot was uh, just sort of in this movie. He didn't really have an arc at all. He was no. just, uh, he got a little big at the very end, you know, in the post-credits scene Alpha or whatever. Groot, I think that's what the internet's calling them, Alpha Groot. Yeah. Like, the, I guess the Magnolia Tree Groot, or I don't know what he looked more yeah. like. I, I did not like him at all. Like, so I didn't have a personality, I mean, he was just there. He was the just acting was great, but like, no, I didn't like physically. I didn't like the CGI. Like, he looked very I wanted the Groot like, back from Guardians 1. I liked that Groot design yeah, the best. Like, Exactly, dude. Like this new group, this new group, like has taken like Trin and uh, all these other TikTok steroids I've been hearing about. Like it's not great. And then like, what's the continuity? When I talk about bad writing, it's like little thing after little thing. So like, in Guardians of the Galaxy one, like Groot, like you know, like loses his body or whatever, and it takes him two two and a half freaking movies to grow it back. Yeah. Right. And the opening scene, we have Adam Warlock, which we're gonna or not. Opening scene. We'll, we'll talk about Adam Warlock in a second here. Yeah. But Groot loses his body, right? His head gets ripped off. He loses his body. He He's a, a weird little guy. head with four little tentacles, like that guy from like Toy Story. It was creepy as shit. But then, like two scenes later, he's fully healed. So I don't understand. Like it takes takes Groot two movies to to grow his body, and then this takes him. And this movie takes him two scenes to grow his body back. Like, yeah. What is that? terrible fucking writing unless i'm not an idiot and i'm missing the continuity yeah well let's get into adam warlock because uh, what's um uh what was the song that was playing i hate his face i like the actor but i'm gonna go ahead and say it painted spray painted in gold i hate that guy's fucking face well what was the song that was playing when he was like flying like towards the it's, he's kind of like just awkwardly flying towards the space station slowly i remember that was, was it cosmic was all it over David the place Bowie? yeah it, that thing was really memorable i can't remember like a single song except radiohead um honestly yeah that, that's about it for me um uh also yeah sylvester stallone was in this movie 
uh, for like a second. Oh, right. well, let's, let's, but yeah, let's go to Adam Warlock. Yeah. But yeah, Adam Warlock is a major Marvel character, and it's just very, very strange they introduced him in the MCU after Thanos is dead, because yeah. like in the comics, like he and Thanos are like each other's arch enemy, and like there's like um, literally like a comic called Warlock and the Infinity Watch, where he's like basically the entire comics about him trying to keep the Infinity Stones away from Thanos. And, and he's like he's like I'm the not, wielder. He's the wielder of the yeah. gauntlet too. I think. Yeah, and he sep- yeah, and he separates. Yeah, he gets the gauntlet. And he separates the gauntlet, and he, he disperses the gems to five or five different superheroes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a big deal in the Infinity Wars. Right? And now that the whole entire entire saga is over, now they introduce him. And also I wonder, notice he has a freaking jewel in his head. Uh-huh. That's how I explain that is because it's supposed to be the soul gem. It's supposed to be, but it's not. Yeah. yeah. I, so I don't blame James Gunn for this. I am going to give him a lot of shit. I'm going to talk a lot of shit about the writing here. But like, this isn't necessarily his fault. Like This was, this movie was delayed because he was fired. Yeah. Right? And then he got delayed again because of COVID. Yeah. This should have came out in, like, what, 2019? Like, before like before Endgame. Yeah. Right? So things should have been completely different. When I think about Endgame, you know, in the scene where uh, all, all, not all, all the hope is lost part two when carol danvers comes in yeah. and she flies through the ship and like breaks all that shit up i wonder if that wasn't originally supposed to be like adam warlock like uh, that would have been so cool right uh yeah. and i can tell you the the incels online would have enjoyed that a lot more too uh versus another captain marvel uh cuck scene oh yeah well remember the only marvel movie we have left this year is the marvels so like you know we better get excited for that Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. Woo! Well, we are getting, like, Secret Invasion. I don't even know if we're getting Loki Season 2 because it has Jonathan Majors in it. Like, he has a pretty big role in that one. And I think they're getting... I think they're, I think they're about to get ready to recast him. Um, you think so? I think so. I think that's, like, that's been the rumors online. That they're going to recast him. It's just, like, he's just too tainted. So, what about you, Robbie? Are you looking forward to the Secret Invasion of the world culture? Or is that just Marvel Phase 4 for you? Well, we don't know what Secret Invasion is going to be like. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be like an, a, a Nick Fury-led episode, so... Yeah, we'll see. Hey, 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 speaking of Nick Fury, did you guys know Samuel L. Jackson is the highest-grossing paid actor of all time? What? Doesn't no. surprise me. He's, like, in everything. Of all time! More so than, like, in terms of, like... The Everyone! Everyone, dude. He's the highest... Dude. I'm well, so happy for him. Isn't like Jerry Seinfeld? There's some motherfucking money in this motherfucking bank account. That's all I gotta say. Well, I think Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> well, I think Jerry Seinfeld's the highest-paid actor of all time, like in terms of just like money. But I feel like in terms of like number of movies that have grossed the most. Are you talking about like Jerry actors, Seinfeld, but, like paid per minute or like paid per per episode? Per episode, yeah. I mean, I guess like oh, is yeah, that this worth? Is like, this is like wealth accumulated through Hollywood. The like, movies. I'm sure like the movies yeah. he's been in, like because it was Star Wars, Avengers. What was another franchise he was in? I'm surprised he hasn't been in any Fast and Furious. I'm surprised he hasn't been in any Fast and Furious movies. He was in the first Jurassic Park. I read that, so that was a pretty big movie. Wait a second. Uh, All right, now I'm looking at Wikipedia. Uh, oh, this is weird. All right, anyway, looking at Wikipedia, um, highest grossing. Oh, this is box office gross, right? Yeah, box office, not like that. Never mind. All right, so Scarlett Johansson's box office number one. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is number two. Samuel L. Jackson number three. Zoe Saldana number four, Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, and then Tom Cruise is number seven. Chris Evans is number eight. Dude, so like one, two, most of those like all Marvel, four, five, five, except six, Tom Cruise. Yeah, seven, so like seven of them. Yeah, what the what, yeah, yeah, what like the actual fuck? Back when Marvel ruled Hollywood. Well, I mean, I guess oh, if you want to look at I think, it, um, I think that, 
Scarlett Downey Jr. or Scarlett Downey Jr. Scarlett Downey <laughs> <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, uh, 33 films, Samuel L. Jackson, 64 films. So that's where that extra money comes yeah. in. Also, one of the things I did like about this movie is that it was so insulated from the rest of the MCU. Like the yes. first, like uh-huh. I mean, I think the first two were also I felt the same way. Like just no reference, not a single Avengers reference. I don't think. No Thor, sure. yeah, no no fat Thor. Reference. No Thor, fat. Thor wasn't in it. Um, you know, it was in the contract. You think James Gunn was like specifically like I want to fucking I I want to write the script. I want to write, and I don't want it to have to do with anything. That's what the first one was so on. great. It said nothing to do with like what was going on with the Avengers. Thing. Yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, that's what, that's definitely another, I guess, uh, thumbs up or great so, thing about Ross, this movie. But yeah. Warlock, Adam Warlock, spray painting gold. Did you like his baby face? Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I guess, because I've gotten used to that race of people and I haven't, I don't know them in the comics, so I only know a okay. of them. Yeah, okay, that's good. What about you, Force? You're a little more familiar with him in the comics, right? Well, like I said, it just seems like it's sort of like uh, making a Black Widow movie after her character already is dead. Uh, it just, it's just uh, sort of, it just sort of seems just like. Oh no, no, no I'm fine with that. I feel like they could no. Feel free, like look, mistakes were made. They fucked up. They fired James Gunn. Right, COVID happened. Like there are some things like they like writers can't change. The movie can't change. So you just gotta work with what you can, right? But like, it would be a shame if at the end of the day. The MCU never had Adam Warlock, so they introduced him when they could introduce him. It sucks like how they had to introduce him. Yeah, and but, actually, I want to back. I want to. I want to back yeah. a little bit because okay. I think uh, oh, for, people right who, for people who don't know, the Guardians of the Galaxy, at least the incarnation this franchise is based off, Adam Warlock was a founding member. If you guys don't know the founding squad of Guardians of the Galaxy, I'd recommend sticking around for the post credit scene because you'll see the original lineup. Good writing. Um, Good writing. Well, no. No? <laughs> Is that not just, no, no, well, it had, it had uh, a girl called, like, who's a Phyla Bell, who's, like, another founding member, but the founding members of the 2018. Well, this, that's the girl with the eye. That's the girl with the eye. That's what they're calling her, Phyla Bell. Yeah. Uh, the in 2008 incarnation. Um, that this is this whole franchise oh, based off was okay. Star, yeah, not the was original, Star, the new one, yeah. Uh, right. Star Lord, the the original from the 60s is like, is like, um, yeah, that's not it at all. It's like, it's like Sylvester Stallone's character, over though it's like Char is like Charlie Seven, uh, the Diamond Guy. Yondu was a founding member of the original, Yondu, Charlie's 27, yeah, t- Astro, uh, Martin X, I think, and then, uh, dude, what a Captain Victory. Hey, can we get some get some W's uh, in the chat for fucking Forrest with the memory over here? That's awesome, dude. Good well, I, th- I think they released a series with the original Guardians, um, oh. like after oh, after this movie came out. It's like, hey, you want to about the original you know, Guardians? And it didn't last too long, but um, yeah. Do you know who uh, the cover art's by? What was that? Do you know who the cover art's by? Who? Uh, Gene Colan and Mike Esposito. Which, if you read real fast, it sounds like. Giancarlo and Giancarlo Esposito. Who's that? Carlo. He's the the big bad guy in all the recent movies or TV shows we've been watching. Um, oh Brady yeah, Giancarlo. Oh yeah, yeah, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. Right. It's just it's Gene Colan and Mike es- uh, Esposito and it's Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, with Ed- Stan Edgar. Uh, well, he wasn't really the bad guy in the boys, but I guess he sort of is. Maybe Stan Edgar. 
uh, Emperor yeah, Zerg, family. Emperor Zerg, and um, Gus Fring. So yeah, yeah, he's just having a great. He had like a great year last year, just like like three oh of the best goodness. shows in television. Yeah, well, back for, Mandalorian was good, except for the Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean, but like, hey, like 2019 though, Better Call Saul, The Boys, right? amazing, and uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, he was in like the top three shows of that year. He's he's the go-to bad guy, right? Like like move over British white men who are evil, like Jean Claude. But now we just need like half Italian, guy. half Italian, half Black Americans are the way to go. Um, so, um, yeah, Adam Warlock, about... Adam Warlock injured, uh, yeah. uh, Rocket, and that's, that's what's, that's the inciting incident. Did you say half black, half Italian? Yeah, he is half black, half Italian. It's his race, because remember, like, in Breaking Bad, he's, like, looking for guys, like, looking for a black man with glasses? I think it's just called full Sicilian. Not no, no, he literally Italian is half African American, half Italian. That's his... Oh, okay. Oh, oh, this is actual. This is actual. Yeah, his hair. Oh, okay. He's not. He's not Hispanic at all. So, um, which is uh, interesting because he was also the bad guy in Far Cry. He was also a Hispanic character, but like, it's just like hey, Hollywood's just like, hey, you know, like the white should we, producers. Sh- sh- should we cast him as a good guy at some point in Hollywood? Maybe that's uh, what the writer's strike is about. You gotta understand, Hollywood used to cast Jewish actors as Native Americans. So they're perfectly fine with casting Italians. I mean, uh, was it Marlon Brando? Was it Marlon Brando a Native American at one point? Oh, I don't know. Well, Johnny Depp thinks, thinks he's Native American, even though he's from like, <laughs> he's from like Kentucky. <laughs> Look, I can't, I, I, I can't, because I don't want to defend Johnny Depp and all that bullshit or whatever. But dude, I will die on the hill that is Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. Or how about uh, John Wayne is Genghis Khan? Will you stand by that? <laughs> no, I won't stand by that at all. Uh, no, because that's no, that, that's true blackface. That's terrible. Like what Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder and what Ben Stiller was doing uh, is. What about uh, Rob Schneider in uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry? No. That's like supposed I'll, to be like a I'll pro be... a pro gay movie, and they have Rob Schneider in Yellowface. I uh, no. I can't condone. I can't. I can't condone anything Rob Schneider does. I do not. He does not strike me the right You've way. You've seen Rob not. Schneider as an animal, I, and you've I seen him like as a hot him. chick. Now this summer, see Rob Schneider as a carrot, and he's about to find out that being a carrot ain't all it's cut out to be. Rob Dude, Schneider, okay. for Rob face? Schneider in the carrot. That's a uh, South Park. Uh, is that, is that a segue for carrot face? It's oh, like Taser face. Uh, yeah, but in, in Guardians of the Galaxy, there's a guy. Oh, no, no. That was uh, the girl who character. played Ratcatcher was in Carrot Face. Because um, remember, like, because I think, well, what I really about this movie was it uh, was in Carrot Face. <laughs> it really, it really, it really showed uh, Peter Quill, like, his strengths. Because he's not, he's not, like, the strongest guy on the team. No. He's not, like, the smartest guy on the team. But, no. you know, he is good at, like, you know, I guess seducing man. women. Yeah, so yeah like he, he used can't that. seduce the ladies. And he used and, that like, and I like, I love that he was just like, done? maybe he is. Um, he was just like, James uh, Gunn is fifty-six, and his wife is thirty-six. That's how does a multi-millionaire, famous Hollywood director get women who are attractive? Oh, to I don't know. I don't know how it works. Fucking, maybe you cast her in everything you fucking write and direct. Well, she's only in, three, everything. only, only three things so far. He's only been married to her since 2022. How, How long were they? How long were they? 
three in the, in the year and a half. Suicide Squad, Peacemaker, and Guardians 3. So and Guardians but, 3. I'm guessing and, hey, her. Well, look, more, I'm, look, I'm having a, fun. I'm giving her shit. All right? There's not a way in hell. If I was a Hollywood director and I'm married to a Hollywood actress, that I'm not gonna write her in. Like, dude, I'm trying to get my, I'm, I'm trying not, I'm trying to have a good life, happy wife, happy life. There's no way I'm not writing here in here. But that being said, like, I'm still gonna have some fun on this podcast. We're gonna do shit for it. Well, he cast his brother and all this stuff. His brother's been in his, his movie since like the specials. Well, in it just sounds like he's a good man. Just, did you ever, did you ever see the specials with um, Rob Lowe and Thomas Patrick, uh, Thomas Hayden Church? I think. Was yeah. in that movie? Uh, it's like basically like it was like a doc, not a documentary, but like it actually sort of was like a mockumentary about the superhero team, who's like the seventh, the seventh most popular superhero team in America, and uh, like um, it's just like it's just like basically like a day in their lives. Justice League, and um, and like the the leader, like uh, Rob Lowe's character is like a, a character called the Weevil, and he's um, having sex with the leader's wife, and he joins like a more popular superhero team. And um, you know, it's just like based like all the other team members like get drunk. But I think his his brother Sean Gunn like plays like a character who was like an alien blob who became a human. <laughs> it's really weird. So um, yeah, uh, I think it's like nepotism in Hollywood is like it's like one of those things that like yeah, it's, pretty it's it still happens. Like no one does any like like the Mandalorian that kid who was like reciting the oath who was just awful. He was like yeah. the producer's son, right? Uh yeah, you gotta go back to the podcast to get the actual stats. But yeah, he was connected to Hollywood. He was someone's son for sure. And most most play. actors are like Gwyneth Paltrow. Her mother was uh-huh. an actress, and you know the the David Carradine, look, Keith hey, Carradine, their happens. dad was look, I hate to tell you this, but like a lot of Wall Street bankers, their parents were Wall Street bankers. A lot of like uh, people who own construction companies, their parents own construction companies. And a bunch of nepto nepo babies out there. Um, and in 2023. You just gotta do your own damn research. You just gotta find out if the people you're trying to employ, like, you know, if you're trying to, like, you know, hire the service out, whether it's an actor or a contractor or whatever, are they fucking good at their job or are, are their parents rich? Or are their parents good at the job and they're just coasting through here? Because uh, I'll say, as a millennial, dude, not, not great, not on average, not great work output, I would say. Yeah. So um, after Rocket gets his injury and they have to go hire the Ravagers to get to that facility. What was that with that injury? He got injured. They put a strap back on. Dude, that thing happened so fast and it was so confusing. It's like Rocket's injured, but he's still those, alive. Those med we packs put a health pack on him, yeah. but it's actually hurting him. And now we know that he has something wrong with his heart. He's got 48 hours to live unless we type in this key. Where are you going to type this key? Like, dude, bad writing. Bad. Bad writing, bad dog. Major plot bad. device. So, yes. Which, um, by the way, the Cosmo bad dog thing, one of the best parts of the movie, right? The, the, no, the, no, that was one of the worst parts. Like her no, whole thing with her no, and Cosmo trying, trying to be a good dog. No. Do, you, do you own a dog? That joke didn't work. Force you own a dog? I mean, I've grown up with dogs all my life. You and trust me, I know how they think. But yeah, I don't know. That joke was just like, it was like the taser face joke in volume two. It just, they just ah. kept pushing it and it didn't work. But um, all right, I'll say this: like it was like I didn't like that joke two thirds of the way of the movie. I'll agree with that. And then the last third, like when, when they brought it back up, it was when she got when she got called a good dog. I was like, oh no, this is a good bit. This is a good bit. Good bit. Oh good yeah, bit. yeah, the... yeah. But at yeah, first, that I was, was like, that was nice bit. how they put it. 
Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, the third time they brought it up, and he was like, "No, that's a bad dog. I'm not. I'm not saying that's a good dog. It's a bad dog." I was like, "This is bad writing." But then I guess we rewarded it, and I was like, "Oh, good writing, good dog." I guess I guess we're already in Act Three, but um, I just want to skip over like the whole high sequence. I mean, obviously, we talked about like him like trying to seduce that one chick, and like, he's uh, really uh, yeah. But uh, first more of I talk about how dumb the heist. Dude, oh, I'm not that Nathan, I just want Nathan, Nathan Fillion, fucking awful. I'm so heartbroken. Well, you know, he's like amazing. James Gunn. He's such a great writer. He's such a great actor. And he could have been so much fun in this movie. And they fucking just ruined him in that fucking. Well, apparently there, there was like. Scene of a suit. There was an Easter egg of, of him, I think, in like volume two, where he's playing like Simon Williams, who is. He's like uh, some blue guy. Yeah. No, no. He's, he's Wonder Man in the comics. And I think like James Gunn, like sort of visioned him as like the Wonder Man. But now they cast uh, the guy who played Black Manta as Wonder Man. So like James goes like, well, how about you just play like a security guard in this movie because you're not gonna play Wonder Man apparently. Um, we're just gonna we're just gonna forget that uh, ever happened um, that Easter egg there. So uh, but you know I was like, okay, he's James Gunn's friend and he had a pretty significant part in this uh, first act. Uh, but yeah, like, there was like there was a uh, what do you call it a. Uh, a tease, not a tease, but a uh, psych out with um, Drax being killed, right? Did y'all think Drax was going to die when he got shot in the chest during the heist scene? Oh. It's pretty dramatic. I had a, yeah, but I, I had a feeling it wasn't. I think I, I was like, oh my God. I, I think I was like, like oh my God, they're going to kill Drax in this, this scene. It, it, like, I, no. it did cross my mind, but I, I felt like they were. They were I won, no, I 100% thought they were this might be the only good writing in this whole damn movie i 100 thought they were going to kill drax because uh dave batista the actor who plays drax has been very vocal online aka twitter oh that he's uh, not, he's done no he wants to play Bane. he wants to play Bane. yeah he has he yeah oh, and he's oh. not he's not doing he's not doing guardians with like he said like way 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 back when james got fired james Gunn got fired he's like i'm not doing guardians without gun or you know i'll do the the i'll do whatever i'm contractually obligated to you but i i want like uh dave batista stood beside james gunn the entire time right so with james gunn leaving i thought dave was gonna get killed too like i thought it was gonna be beautiful it was good good little fake out star wars could could take some notes well there wasn't a fake out with han solo <laughs> No, 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 sorry. I was thinking about Chewie, uh, specifically the ninth, the ninth uh, episode. Oh, I completely forgot about that crappy movie and anything that happened in it. Um, so, for the best. Or a fake out with uh, apparently George Lucas's brilliant fake out with Palpatine dying in Return of the Jedi. Oh, Ooh, you got me there. Unquote, you got, brilliant, yeah. You got me there, Lucas. You only had to wait 30 fucking years uh, to see that plot twist come, come to fruition. What to see that plot twist become complete? He says something, complete something something bad writing hey guys um while we talk about bad writing let's pivot just for let's tangent just for half a second what do you guys think about this writer's strike one uh, so I, I would tell you my, my thoughts uh it seems like the writer's conditions are inhumane right it seems like they're like they're minimal wage like they need to be paid better well let's remember mage that it was pretty inhumane to make us sit through she hole yes that's what and i was then, gonna say and jessica Ew, yeah. wants more money now yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like, like part two. The rings like, of power writers want more money now. Yeah, this is a podcast. Velma wants the Velma writers exactly. want more money now. This is a podcast. So I'm gonna be irreverent. I'm not gonna fucking take uh, people's emotions, feelings, or, or uh, 
financial hardship and consideration. The Obi Wan Kenobi riders want more money. Los Angeles, know. like yeah, California is probably the most, one of the most expensive states to live in, like Los Angeles area. Let them work remotely. Uh, Have them move, like, that being said, yeah. Colorado, yeah. The fuck? Are you kidding me? Like, should she help riders be? Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, Forrest took all my punchlines. Book of Boba Fett. Um, which Terrible, right? Uh, she Hulk bad. Like these riders Willow. are all, like they're they're worse. Like I listened to a podcast today and they were like, "Oh, the writers should be worried about Chat GPT because it's not very creative." And I was thinking, neither are the goddamn writers in the Hollywood. Yeah. Right? Like, dude, I I think it's I, the the balls to this fucking dude to put out the Rings of Power season one and then be like, "No, let's go on strike." We writers can write. Uh, we're on top of this shit. Like no, dude. Like I, as as a capitalist, uh, as a, a free marketeer, as a human being, as an American, as someone, as a middle class citizen, I feel for them. I really fucking do. Uh, but as uh, as someone who has watched the fucking garbage they have put out over the last two or three years, get the fuck out of here. The writing has been so fucking bad and the fast and the furious riders once more across the board the only the only fucking movie i can think about dude uh top gun maverick i just watched this with my wife so i watched top gun maverick the day before i watched guardians of the galaxy so maybe guardians of the galaxy uh has some stiff competition because top gun maverick was one of the most fun movies ever had in my entire life dude I don't know who the enemy was. I don't know who the bad guy was. I don't know what the fuck. Dude, I just had fun. I watched that movie. I, I pressed play with my wife. And the whole fucking time we enjoyed the damn movie. It was so good. I didn't like Tom Cruise as like a person or whatever. But like put Tom Cruise in the Mission Impossible movie. Put Tom Cruise in Top Gun Maverick. Put Tom Cruise in the movie. He's a phenomenal actor. And you can enjoy that. Right? That's writing. And I'm just wondering, like, what the fuck is going on with, like, Disney? Or, I'm sorry, does Disney not have, not have enough money to fucking pay writers? Like, like hire the hire the guys who wrote Top Gun Maverick. Right? Like, why are we watching just fucking awful movies after awful movies over and over and over again? Right? Hey, Everyone but Major, we, we had the Marvels look forward to. Fuck off. I mean, like... Uh, well, well, I say Dune, that. First but, of like, all, I'm also I'm also looking forward to it because it's something different, right? Like, who's the big bad in the Marvels? I, I don't even know. It's, it's actually it's funny. Or... It's actually Tom Hiddleston's wife. We're talking about nepotism. <laughs> no way. Tom really? had Tom Hiddleston's wife is playing. I mean, she's like an actual like accomplished actress, I guess. But I'm just like, uh, I'm just like, eh. I mean, maybe he had a little something to do with her getting hired. You know, I mean, maybe she has her own representation. Maybe he put in a good word to Feige, but I'm just I mean, like, it's not what you know, it's who you know. That's basically that's like, well, she's basically she's like the female romance, all, she has romance hammer, I guess. So, um, but anyway, so back to Guardians, let's skip yeah. over the whole awful pie sequence. Um, oh, they go well, to counter I'm about that writing the, the membranes, so fucking stupid. Like, uh, I think it was, um, uh, Antenna Lady, um. Mantis. Mantis area. Right? She was talking about, she's like, oh, there's uh the 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 vault, you know, the place we have to infiltrate has these impossible to penetrate membranes because it's like a living organism. And then it just cuts to like Peter Quill just like going through like like you know, like 
putting his little SanDisk micro uh, micro SanDisk uh, card reader into the little slot, pulling it out, putting his cell phone, taking it out, putting in the next one, and he's just going through the membranes. And it's like, why say that they're impossible to penetrate if it's so easy to penetrate? He's like, oh, not a big deal. I'm a, you know, I'm a professional thief. I can steal my way through anything. And it's just dumb. It's just shitty writing. And then it cuts to Nathan Fillion wearing some foreskin. And it's just <laughs> stupid. It's just fucking stupid. It's stupid. Do you think that's like a subtext against um, the Jewish, uh, you know, the Jews running Hollywood? Just having <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kanye, calm down. No, I don't think I don't think that was I don't think I don't think James Gunn is trying to kill the foreskin of Hollywood. Uh when he may the foreskin off. may the foreskin be with <laughs> you. May the foreskin be with you. Yes. Um so anyway, so let's get the, they're getting counter earth and they uh meet all the animal people. Bad think, writing. I, again, the, I, I I hate that I like a broken record, but bad writing that, all around, bad writing. Dude, but that was from the comics though. Counter Earth is full of uh, of of the of a planet full of these animal people, right? And you're gonna just side note, you have a character named Adam Warlock based on you know, Adam, you know, cut off from the Bible. Dude, why is this not a Noah story? Why did they why didn't he flood to kill his people? The the high evolutionary. <laughs> right? Like this is bad writing. Like there was a there was a, a great flood story, and you can say like you know maybe he's not Christian or whatever, but there's a, a flood story in literally every major society, right? Every major ancient society is a, a, a flood story. So why didn't he just write a flood story into this? Because that's a part of shaping society. You know, he's trying to create this perfect society, right? There's a, a flood story involved in every society and in our past. Why isn't it? It's shitty writing. That's all it is, and I, I'm not blaming him, right? Dude, if Marvel, if Disney Marvel fired me and then rehired me, fucking four years later or whatever, I would, I would hone, I would, I would pass in some shit too. Except for the Rocket Raccoon scenes, like the flashbacks, you could tell he actually gave a shit about that. He cared about the Rocket Raccoon story, and that's why it was written so much better than the rest of it. Yeah, the flashbacks were so much better than the rest of the movie. Yeah, but there's only two. The rest was kind of like the so comedy. If only like there was like a short. If he released a short film just with the flashbacks with um, Rock oh, and his friends, that could like be nominated for an Oscar. Like a Hollywood special? You mean like instead of doing some kind of dumb Hollywood special, they kidnap uh, Kevin Bacon? They create this yeah. amazing <laughs> movie. That's what they should have done. Rocket yeah. Raccoon. Yeah. yeah, dude. If you, dude, Marvel, you're cool. fucking making spinoffs off of fucking everything in the world, dude. You're making spinoffs of the shit no one wants. I'll tell you what right now, the only spinoff I've won in the last four years I can think of is a spinoff of Rack and Raccoon, uh, Lila, uh, Floor, and Teeth, right? Like, that would have been awesome. Why did you kill those four fucking characters? That would have been so cool. Give it to, like, Taika Waititi. Give it to, like, some kind of indie director, right? Make it a 30-minute or 45-minute special on Disney+, and have, like, the adventures of Rack and Raccoon in the gang, right? And, like, you know, keep them alive. And they all escape from the High Evolutionary like a, an hour long or two hour long like a fun special of them like you know doing animal shit and like solving crimes and shit maybe they, they meet squirrel girl right like dude, it wasn't that hard but they just they just killed him off just killed, killed everyone off of rocket raccoon so the only the actually ironically the only spinoff i actually care to see is never gonna happen well you know i, I think 
we need to bring up because uh, we're like over an hour here. We need to bring up the High Evolutionary, who I think the acting was good, but he had a very generic superpower. Just random telekinesis. What, what was that superpower? Uh, the, the purple, the the purple stone, which was already the power of purple. Destroyed. Yeah. 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 Well, was the thing was, like, High Evolutionary's costume more. in the comics is like red. So, like, why they even make him purple? Uh, just seemed uh, a bit strange, but um, you know, I thought the showdown with the High Evolutionary was uh, kind of um, underwhelming. Although, like, all the Guardians got in and got like a, like a, got a hit on a hit on him. Yeah, but it, it just seemed like Get Rocket just had this gadget in his head that just like powered off his suit. It seemed um, so. Um, you know, I, but I thought the acting was good, and like I thought, like how it brought back, like you know, we didn't like why would his head, why would the back of his head be fucked up because he scratched his face? They took the mask off, like oh, his face is gone. Yeah, so I thought that was one of the best writing, directing, producing, like one of the best overall moments of the film because it's set up so well. Like like you know, there's the, the special movies, there's special moments in these special movies where you as as the audience member discover the twist for yourself like a moment like 30 seconds before the actor does on screen like you get that self-gratification of it right like that's what happened here like when because like there's like a flashback of his of his regular face and you see his normal face and you're like wait like i like i i recognize like the the faces were different and i started to question like what's man. going on here like yeah why is this guy's face look different and my then first thought Rocky was, was starts, like my on. first thought was the back of his head was like all mechanical now yeah i didn't think about the front being a total mask and i was thinking he just modified for for has a good point why is the back of his head mechanical when it was only cosmetic damage? well it's because he can control gravity with his mind oh so not using a stone but just using some kind of technology maybe yeah, he's got. He's using some kind of tech throughout his whole body that he can just move stuff. Yeah. Well, I think like his superpower is pretty generic, and I guess he was. Sort I mean, of I like, would say uh, that's bad writing. I he seemed. He seemed more powerful than Kang. Yes. Kang, Kang had the exact same sort of power, just like random telekinesis. Yeah, and like, he didn't have the laser based. beams. <laughs> yeah. Or the blue uh filter on his face i thought so. the acting was better too um yeah apparently that was part of his well apparently mask. there's a campaign to get the actor to replace kang you know for the mcu who's like well jonathan uh, can't do it anymore so i don't like that continuity wise like i would say act, like casting wise they should make it but he's a variant i mean if star lord uh, can be t'challa uh, i feel like if you call him a variant i'd have to call you racist but you know, you know, we're just having fun here. Well, on the hey, remember Matrix Revolutions when they recast the Oracle? It's like let's get another old black lady. <laughs> or when they recast the uh, um, fucking Iron uh, Man. War Machine. War Machine. Yeah, War, War Machine. Machine. Yeah. Terrence Howard or whatever. Yeah. It's like God, dude, what a terrible fucker. Who, not Bob Iger. Who Ike, Ike Perlmutter, I think, was been. Ike Perlmutter, who was like, yeah, he said like, oh, let's go ahead and replace them. They won't. They won't realize like like all black people look the same. Let's go ahead and replace them. All black people look the same. Terrible quote. <laughs> I can't believe we got that one. Yeah. Um, and yet he yeah. stayed employed there for like ten more years after that. So it's just crazy. We're thirteen. So, um, but yeah, I think the um, the ending was definitely drawn out. I mean, we had yeah. all the kids be saved. 
Well, we have to like get into like what everyone's complaining about the internet is like why didn't Star Lord? Why didn't have Star Lord? Why did Star Lord have his helmet on? Yeah, with him yeah, and James Gunn's explanation is oh he left it in his uh, sock drawer in nowhere <laughs> that's his actual explanation on Twitter I can see it I think <laughs> I think I think it might just be like James Chris Pratt's representation just won't have like the maximum amount of FaceTime in this movie I think Scott would have been a boss and then like you know what because so many fucking people so many fucking TV shows and movies are out right now are just all Main main characters with helmets on, so I said no helmets for this one. Oh well, yeah, Mandalorian. I guess like we well, get enough of that Disney was like you get enough of that shit with Mandalorian. Well, um, exactly. Yeah. You know, like you got, you never got to see Pedro Pascal's face in season three, so you're gonna see all of Chris Gunn's Chris Pratt's face. Hey, uh, and congrats to Chris Pratt, right? Um, Married. This is the number one movie over the box office over the weekend in box office, uh, yeah. overtaking. Uh, Mario, Jurassic. which he also well, yeah. started. Right, so so his number one movie overtook his number two movie. So he holds both spots, uh, top one and two right now. Um, he's found a better franchise than Jurassic World after this one. Um, and I guess I guess they'll keep, I guess they'll make another Mario movie. I'm guessing, but um, well, just, it says uh, you know it says that uh, Star Lord will return. What do you think about that? You guys stick around for this awful post-credit scene. Oh uh, well, yeah, he's that talking sucked. To his Listen Dude, to my, him eat cereal some more. My bladder hurts <laughs> so bad. Ten minutes I'm fucking waiting for that. No reason. To you probably right, yeah, could have gone during the credits and come yeah. back for the credits been open. So I actually went to the bathroom when they landed on Counter Earth, and all the animals were speaking not English. I looked over my wife and I was like, "Oh, there's no dialogue here." So I just like fucking left and went to the bathroom. And yeah. then I came back and I was like, oh, I missed the couch scene with Drax trying to get on the couch and whatever. Trying to make out on the couch? No, trying to get on the couch. Trying to get it on on the couch? No, trying to get, he was like, he was like laying down on the couch. He's trying to get virtual. laid on the couch? Yeah, that's it. You can hear me. I know my mic's fine. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think I heard yeah, trying to make out. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, uh, God, just so much stuff in this movie to talk about. But uh, I mean, the, uh, yeah. And a high evolutionary got killed. They uh, the, the, did he the, die? The... Oh yeah, it's true. It was very vague. Maybe very they want vague. To, maybe they'll bring him back. He's like, I'm not. Maybe gonna they'll bring him you. back. I'm we'll sure they you... leave those open on purpose. We'll give on you a very big for sure. They're gonna like they're gonna make. Oh, he never even came back. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Did, like, but... like yeah, he died. He quote unquote died or you know vanished in a in a sky beam in Captain America one, and then came back like. 12 uh and infinity war or maybe they'll uh maybe they'll bring him back in his actual red costume and they'll have him be the creator of scarlet witch and quicksilver like in the retcon comic do you want red skull without captain america or are you also asking for the return of captain america i'm talking about high high evolutionary oh i thought you were talking about red skull never mind no he, he has a red costume in the comics oh if they bring him back he can wear a red costume He's definitely like one of the big like Marvel villains, uh, like well, big big Avengers villains in the comics. Hey guys, you know, so. did you know that uh, Star Citizen Alpha three point one nine is coming out? Robbie just hey. tweeted about it. Night show on the. <laughs> Shameless plug. 
hope we get a uh, hope we get like this or add it. While I'm while I'm on Star Citizen right now. <laughs> yeah, while he's playing Star I was wondering why you were extra quiet this episode. Oh, you are multitasking. Or yeah. really just one tasking and hey, ignoring the other to. task. <laughs> well, yeah. Rob, Rob's doing Rob's doing a big event well, right now. I'm really Rob's glad you're engaged the podcast. Well, it wasn't really a big big event. It was just Well, hey, shut they don't know that. I'm trying to make it sound better. Right. Uh, Rob's playing with one other person like the podcast, not the podcast. It's a group of four of us. It's Rob's a, oh, a prof- four. Rob's a professional e gamer. Rob, Rob, Rob is on uh, on Twitch if you can find him. <laughs> Good luck. He drinks too much coffee, so he has a Twitch. So, um, <laughs> we, so we're, we're at the end of the movie, and uh, they decide the Guardians sort of sort of break up because Mantis is going to go off and do her bullshit, and then Nebula is going to stay, I think. Well, Nebula loses the team, too, because Nebula is not on the final team with Rocket and Groot and Phallus uh, Vell uh, and Warlock. Nebula, what is Nebula going to do? Is she going to kill Thanos again? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Gamora, Gamora's um, off the Ravagers. Yeah. Having sex just death just cut, her, cut her out of the movie. If oh, how about watch, like... Just cut her out. Where the hell was uh, Michelle Yeoh and um, Vig Rames? And uh, remember, because I teased them at the end of the uh, second Guardians movie. They were the original Guardians, and they were just like, not in this movie. It's weird. Oh, dude, where was Miley Cyrus? Uh, Miley, she was the oh, well, of that th- robot. That's fine. Movie. That's fine. Oh, you're I'll fine with that? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Peter goes home to see his grandpa. So it was like, I was, I was, I was just like, why didn't come? He never went back to go see him. But I guess Gunn realized that was like sort of a plot thread. So he goes back to see him. And that was kind of cool. I guess he's like working like it. What was he doing like in the, uh, remember the What If cartoon? It was like, what if T'Challa had been kidnapped by the Ravagers? And it showed Chris, I mean, Star-Lord or Peter Quill. He's, like, working like a Dairy Queen. Yeah. Uh, yeah instead, so I'm wondering if that's what he's doing now. Like, his, his grandpa made him, like, get a job. That'd be pay, fun. Pay rent. Yeah, he's, like, working. He's working part-time at a, that, a Dairy that, Queen. That would be a fun Easter. That'd be a fun post-credits. Not, he's, like, I can't mow his lawn, Grandpa. I got to shift and, Dairy Queen. Yeah, exactly. Right now, reading the damn newspaper, and you see some... Like headline clip of Kevin Bacon uh, tells all after being abducted by aliens or whatever. That is such a stupid Easter egg. That yeah. like, of course, you're absolutely right. That would have been so much better. So my question is like, yeah, like who wrote this? Is Jane? It's like he has like no. GPT? Yeah, he's like has, can't get any other job on Earth based on his experiences. It's like, well, I guess I'll just work at Dairy Queen and live with my grandpa. So. That'd be really funny if his grandpa was uh, Peacemaker's grandpa. Like, he comes home, <laughs> comes back <laughs> to Earth. And it's just like a terrible old racist bigot man. Like, just this awful person. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot, I think a lot of old people know that the jokes they made when they were teenagers are probably don't fly now. So they're just like, I'm going to keep mom about that. Dude, are you kidding me? The 30 year olds know the jokes they made don't fly now. Uh, but the old people know, like, James uh, Dunn I can't knows say the jokes he made, the tweets he made. 12 years ago don't fly now tweets are just as bad as Justin Roiland's texts apparently oh I haven't seen Justin Roiland's texts or whatever he got God, fired for I can't how's that, imagine how's that there's, I, I feel bad if they're as awful as James Gunn's terrible fucking tweets they're probably I don't know probably just as bad but it's just like I think they were just looking for a reason to get him 
tired, but I don't know. I saw the episode, I saw the decoy episode of Brick and Morty yesterday. And I forgot how good that one was. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. like it's the episode. one where it's like, like you don't all know the different decoy. decoys. And then you find at the very end, like the real ones are like, they weren't space. even, they, they weren't, weren't even, even on the episode till the very end. Yeah. He's like, character. wait a minute. It's too quiet. Don't you mean it's quiet? What do you mean? You didn't see, you supposed to say quiet. It's like, now it's like quiet enough, Summer. Uh, yeah, that was a pretty good one. So I still need to watch season six. But anyway, so yeah, this was uh, definitely the best Phase Five movie of the MCU, which is yeah. isn't saying much. But I mean, I think this was a lot better than uh, the second one. Would y'all agree? Yeah. Right now, it's because the first, just because of length, and you know, just some yeah. some things and that I were short. Sure I, I know a lot of people love the first and like the second. I like this. I actually one, went right? back and watched the first one. <laughs> First one's definitely the. It's probably you know, one of the best seeing, Marvel movies. Especially seeing like all the details about Rocket and going back, and you you get all the what he's saying. Like he got drunk at one point in the movie and threw out some little hints about his past. Yeah, so I'm really glad they they uh, followed up on that. I mean that Gun followed up on Adam Warlock. And he followed up on like Gamora and Star Lord where they're at now. And like, I didn't ask to get made. Yeah, so that was uh, one of the best delivered lines in the MCU. You know, it's one of the worst. Not I am Groot? No. Awful. <laughs> oh, 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 all right. So you interrupted the joke. I was going to make a I was gonna make a joke. Remind me that because I want to come back. So that was going to be uh, a misrating. But let's talk about I am Groot. At the end, we hear him say, oh, yeah. Groot say, I love you. Oh, yeah. We didn't even no mention one, that. No one He's reacts. He's like, I love you guys. I love you guys. No one reacts at yes. all. What I've heard is a way of, ex- what I've heard a way of explaining it is you notice how you only hear him say "I am Groot," but suddenly, as you're, as the characters are with them more, they just understand him. Right, like you see. Gamora. Maybe it's their point Gamora of view the, of exactly. Starting to Gamora understand at the him. end of the movie, she now understands him. Right, you see in the scene before that, like yeah, and I think away, now we're now just starting him. to understand, him. and now we understand him, and I think that's beautiful. Like, I'm sure James Gunn, I'm sure James Gunn, like, yeah, that's, that, that's totally what I meant. Yeah, that's that totally what sense. I was. Yeah. Hey, what yeah, do you mean? Exactly. What do you think James Gunn meant when he tweeted out? James Gunn once tweeted out in 2009, wondering which Disneyland character would be the worst to get raped by. I think it's Goofy, but Sleepy would suck too. So, like, this is James Gunn. Um, laughter is the best medicine. That's why I laugh at people with AIDS. Uh, <laughs> these are his tweets. Um, so, th- th- those are what I got fired for uh, back in 2016. So maybe the writing's always been bad. It's old because he keeps Ezra Miller on the uh, on payroll. So can you guys still hear me? Yeah, uh, he's gonna yeah, yeah barely. Oh, yeah, shit. I, my uh, my thing went out. Major, plug the social media and close us out. Bro, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. What do you guys think of oh, the switch to my, my, my power beats? Power beats. Wait, you listen, you, you have beats headphones? Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, we're not talking about the Flash. We're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Now that's why I have to call directors who write movies after they've been fired. Uh, guys, you can find us on Zella Podcast on Twitter. That's where we're at. We're not on Facebook because Facebook's fucking garbage, and we care about democracy. Fuck yeah! Tweet us there at Zella Podcast, guys. What you think about Guardians of the Galaxy? What you think about my takes? I know I came off super harsh um but that's only because i was just 
just just coke fueled with Scientology from from watching uh, Top Gun Maverick the night before. See what movie? Do you, <laughs> I I have own I have a I have a, a premium like a top line A one Sony sixty five inch OLED uh, like the first year they came out right like a, just a gorgeous television. Um, Got till 2017, right? So it's been like five years. Okay, this is the first movie I've seen on my television in five years that I was watching the movie and I thought to myself, "God damn it, I need a bigger television, dude." I watched Top Gun Maverick and I'm around about 85 inch, dude. Oh, oh damn! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, dude. This movie was so good. It was so much fun, dude. So good, so fun. That's all that matters, dude. I'm just trying to have some fun. I'm just trying to watch some movies and have some fun, guys. Um, and if you're trying to do the same, again, subscribe, uh, leave a leave a review. What you think about the podcast? And then ZZL Podcast on Twitter. Let Forrest know what you think about it. Uh, Major. <laughs> yeah, now I'm Robbie. Yeah, I guess he did get his headphones. And Forrest is somewhere in the background on his beats like a badass. I'm sure.